Welcome to this week's episode of the Nerd Chatter Podcast, where two nerds sit down and chit-chat about some nerd things that we find throughout the week. Last week we talked about the San Diego Comic-Con, a lot of juicy stuff in that episode. Uh, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Garen. How are you? Doing pretty good. How are you doing today? Not too bad. A little tired, sipping on some coffee. Uh, just kind of scrounging through some stories that we, we could round up throughout the week. Not very much. We mentioned it in our last episode. Uh, just not not very much news going to be rolling out this week after Comic-Con because so, so much drops uh, throughout yeah. that weekend, you know. Uh, but we got a couple couple things to chit-chat about. Yeah. Uh, one thing I, I was going to mention, uh, I sat down and I watched every single Lord of the Rings film. You did this week? A- extended versions, every single Ooh. one of them. I watched the original trilogy and then I watched The Hobbits. How was The Hobbits? <laughs> I mean, you know, we we might have to have a discussion. Uh, we, you know, maybe we could do a little something for Patreon or 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 sit down and do another like, you know, roundtable discussion between the two of us. Okay, okay. Uh, but you know, I mean, you know, if you can get past the first like half of the first film, then the rest is okay. But uh, yeah, we we had talked about that in a, in a previous episode. I just wanted to mention that. But yeah, that was that was something that I was able to partake in this week. Um. But, you know, as always, we start off the show by uh, going over some free games or heavily discounted games that we find throughout the week. And uh, a little dry this week, uh, but we do have a big one, in my opinion. Uh, Garrett doesn't agree, but Lawn Mowing, Sim- <laughs> Lawn Mowing Simulator on the Epic yeah, that, Game that's Store. Yeah, that's not a free, big one. Free until August 4th, and it okay. is what it is. <laughs> hold on, hold on. What? I, I mean, I told you this earlier. I, if I want to mow my lawn... <laughs> <laughs> or pretend to mow a lawn. I'd rather just go outside and mow a lawn. It's like one to one speed too. Like <laughs> that's like, awful. I mean, it's like it's like farming simulator. You know, when you're like yeah. tilling a, a huge okay. crop, like you know. Not everybody can go farming though. Everybody, practically everybody, can <laughs> go mow a lawn. I can't go mow a lawn. I can't hop on like a riding. I've never been on a riding mower in my life. I'm you know? sure if you went to a lawn mowing service and be like hey i really want to do this can i please do this i don't pay me for it they'll <laughs> I mean, let you do it i mean i don't i could just i could just download this free game over here on the epic game store oh. and, uh, and be able to partake with with john beer and and, and all those other brands and such yeah uh, I'm, I'm just one of those i like simulators i am a nerd for for simulators like hardcore simulators one of my favorite simulators is gold rush the game based on the TV show. <laughs> that sounds right. I mean, play it. It's super hardcore. It's super enjoyable. It's all technical. Whatever. I'm just saying, lawn mowing simulator. That's like pog. You know, you got to go down like that <laughs> if you're into that type of stuff. Uh, but yeah, that is the only game that I did run across this week was uh, was that one over on the Epic Game Store. And uh, this week, we know we have a we have a, a few stories. Nothing nothing too crazy, but. I do have a, a first one to go over here, which is somewhat interesting. Tomb Raider bidding war erupts as MGM loses movie rights, which is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm not sure how you felt about the uh, about the film that came out. Did you ever see that? Nope. I mean, I know, I know. Alicia Vikander, I think is her name. I, like she just didn't give off like Laura Croft vibes. You know what I mean? Like she gave off like like badass chick vibes for sure, but. Not like Laura Croft. And like with the Laura Croft games being kind of like rebooted a few years prior, like the the feeling was like very fresh, you know, this new character, new character design and stuff like that. But, uh, you know, like the movie was OK. It was very basic. 
Uh, but I wrote a little blurb here. An exclusive report from The Wrap, MGM has failed to meet the deadline to retain the Tomb Raider IP, which has caused a bidding war in Hollywood. It's reported that MGM had until May of this year to green light a new installment of the Tomb Raider film franchise or suffer losing exclusive rights to utilize the property. Currently owned by Embracer, the most recent purchaser of Crystal Dynamics, and the Tomb Raider IP, which was previously owned by Square Enix. Uh, the article states Elisa Vikander, who starred as Laura Croft in 2018's Tomb Raider, is no longer attached to the project. Insiders add it's complete a reboot, and there are no casting or director commitments. Uh, rights reverted to the game company, then the game company to Graham King's GK Films made a deal to rep the IP. And uh, although the article is a bit hard to follow when talking about this most recent information, it implies that it's a fresh slate approach to the future of the film franchise. Uh, the article wraps up by stating, in the company's Q4 and full-year financial report, Embracer CEO Lars Wingefors said he's he sees great potential not only in the in sequels but also in remakes, remasters, spin-offs, as well as transmedia projects. And then MGM uh, declined to comment. So very interesting. I mean, that is something that I mean, Spider-Man suffers the the same. Uh, requirements, you know, in regards to their original deal with Marvel. How, did you ever play the games? Were you ever into the Tomb Raider games? I played one on N64, I think, um, <laughs> I a long that. time ago. But, I mean, that that was really it. I, I never got into them. Was it N64? Hmm. I, I forget. Um, I played a few of them. And then the new ones, if you can if you can come, those, those games drop for free randomly. And that is a strong recommend for sure. Like, the new games are super good. Uh, very, very fun, you know, um, linear, single, eh, somewhat linear, single player experience. And, um, you know, I mean, they were kind of going in the right direction with these, with the newer film and the approach they were taking with it. But it was kind of just like one of those cookie cutter Indiana Jones wannabe type approach, you know, films. And uh, it kind of like puttered, you know, um, I think it made deep and like just under 300 million. Not sure how much it 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 costs to make. Uh, I might be wrong with that. I don't have those numbers in front of me. But um, another interesting thing that that, uh, that you see is is kind of the the rabid response from Hollywood in, in regards to swooping up this this video game franchise. You know, I mean, we're talking a fairly decent track record in terms of like fandom. You know, like people just always want more Laura Croft uh, content, Tomb Raider stuff. You know, so um, I could see it. You know, maybe maybe we'll get like a live action show. You know, maybe we'll get like a series or something like that. Hey, maybe Disney I, will buy it. <laughs> I don't think Disney will buy it. No. If anything, um, I mean, I'm, Paramount's been pretty um, key on getting video game rights, and I mean, them and Netflix might do a bidding war. Who knows? True. With Halo, um, right? Yeah. So Paramount Ew. has the rights for Halo. I mean, did you watch the full season for Halo? I like. I skimped out in like the last like three episodes because the show sucks. <laughs> so <laughs> it did. Okay, so the last episode it becomes Halo, you know. I'm like, well, and I no, told you explicitly yeah, that I just hate I it when shows drag you along through some crap, and then at the end they give you a little bit of what you want to keep you coming back. I hate. Well, it. here's the thing with that series: it is uh, the way we know Master Chief in the video games origin story. Everything that happens leads up to master chief becoming who we know from the video games 
Yeah, but I mean, it, it. I mean, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like that's the point of the character. He was supposed to be this this guarded, silent type, brooding character that you just you you tagged along on his adventures and like you did. You know, it was just. I don't need to see him like you know, <laughs> banging space wizards and like starting the fall of Reach and all this other. You know, like I don't need all that. You know, like the games are are fine enough. I just wanted to see him just we 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 fall into a, a situation where he has to do something against the covenant you know some type of of you know like a video game based storyline you know like maybe the flood is attacking and stuff like that you don't have to worry about like i know the change whatever i'm not going to get into it <laughs> there's there's so much about it i just didn't like how they approached it and then the fact that i see his face like 95 percent of the time of the show is just like irking me so I mean, I, I don't think they, I don't think Paramount is brave enough to pull a Mandalorian where we see his face like, well, what, three times? It looks so good, though. Like, the, I, the I know, suit looks I know. So good. I just want to look know. at it, and they just like, nah, nah. You can look at it when we, when he slowly puts his helmet down on a table, you know? Yep. I don't like and, um, it. <laughs> like I said, I don't think Paramount was brave enough to do that, at least in the first season. I think they're going to do it for the second season. Um, We'll see. Anyways, going back to, to, like, who might be in the bidding war. I, like I said, Paramount's definitely up there. HBO, um, maybe. HBO might. I don't... Do they have any video game franchises that they're running right now, though? I don't think so, but I think Laura Croft definitely kind of falls within the wheelhouse of, of a stylistic choice, you know? Yeah, and, I mean, I mean, Netflix... No, <laughs> I know they will, well, and I don't know they I, are. I mean, no. they don't they have Witcher, right? They have Witcher, but Witcher's. I mean, I watched all of Witcher, and it's fine. I wanted more, but I don't know. It just seems they seem tr un untrustworthy. I, I yeah, have a feeling yeah, yeah. like this next season is going to be like super hokey and like completely cheap compared to all the other ones because you know they're tanking as a company. Yeah, I, I, well, don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Netflix is definitely tanking. Yeah, um, but like that, they, they at least have a track record of pulling something together with video game franchises. Yeah. Um. So I mean, I think I mean, those are the two most logical choices. Also, taking into consideration what what Embracer would be considered, you know, what 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 would they actually consider? It's like Netflix. You had what in in Q one of twenty twenty two, they lost almost a quarter of a million subscribers. And then in I mean, Q2, that's a drop in their bucket, though. In Q2, they lost 900,000 subscribers. Okay, that's a puddle in their bucket. It, I mean, like, dude, <laughs> we're talking chunks. You know, those are chunks. Those aren't, those aren't, that's just going to, it looks like it's going to get worse. You know what I mean? So yeah. to, I'm just saying to the company, Embracer, it would be, it wouldn't be advantageous to, <laughs> to go with Netflix unless they were willing to drop stupid money. And give some type of rights for distribution, otherwise to the creators, you know, like something because yeah. Netflix just doesn't have the, the the bidding power these days. I don't think. Well, I I think Netflix does have the bidding power because they have a stupid amount of money in reserve. Um, so I think that would be the only thing going is Netflix would offer a lot of money to draw in new subscribers. I mean, they're burning through it though. I mean, that's the thing with like Resident Evil and. Uh, like Death Note mentioned last week, and uh, God, I think they're going to do a One Piece show, if I'm not mistaken. There might be somewhere else. It might be Netflix. But they like to take these these alternate media and adapt them, and they do the bad, you know? 
it's like HBO or, or not not Paramount. I'm on the fence about Paramount, but HBO seems like like classiness. You know, it like seems like they could actually run with it. We'll see. So uh, next up on August 5th, we have another Lego Star Wars movie dropping. It's called Summer Vacation. Um, <laughs> it is said to or so. Here's the the synopsis, so we can talk about it. It is looking for a much-needed break from stormtroopers and TIE fighters. Finn arranges a surprise vacation for his friends Ray, Poe, Rose, Chewie, BB-8, R2-D2, and C-3PO aboard the luxurious galactic star cruiser, the Halicon. But Finn plans to have one last hurrah together, quickly goes awry when he's separated from the group. While searching for his friends, he encounters three force ghosts. Obi-Wan Kenobi, Anakin Skywalker, and Leia Organa, who each share their own unexpected stories of oh. vacations gone wrong. Oh, God. Oh. Helping him to understand that holidays are more about than just having fun. So, let's talk about this. Uh, I mean, <laughs> it's Lego, right? So, I mean, yeah, it's Lego. It'll be funny, but... Oh. Yeah. I mean, I, have you seen the other two? There's the holiday special Lego edition which is nothing like the original holiday special. They make fun of it a lot. It's kind of funny. Of course they would. They would have to. Then they had the um, Terrifying Tales, which is like their Halloween edition. I think it came out lost. And they're Lego? Yeah. Oh. Uh, No, I haven't. Watch that this year with the the baby. uh, Baby would love that. (laughs) Um, (laughs) They both take place after Rise of Skywalker. They both feature Rey, Poe, Finn and Rose as their main characters. I mean, the holiday special like had this weird time traveling thing where Ray and Finn were going through time and like would pop into like different scenes with like Luke Skywalker, Darth Vader, Yoda, and Obi Wan Kenobi, and it was kind of hokey. But like I said, they they made fun of the holiday special quite a lot, uh, yeah. which which made it worthwhile watching. And the other thing that this these do is they fix one problem that I have with the sequels, which is Finn being a Jedi. He gets trained to be a Jedi in these. So. <laughs> Does he really? Yeah. I mean, they, yeah, they did our boy dirty in those movies for sure. And, like, yep. that's t- that's totally Ryan Johnson's fault. Like, it is oh, yeah. 110% Ryan Johnson's fault that, that he was underutilized because he was set up at the end of the first film like okay like he's he's gonna have the motivation to to follow this path you know like naturally that's that's a you know that's what well, exactly be. well in all of the surrounding star wars media like the comic books and everything and the books were all playing at the fact that finn was force sensitive and like even back when he was in the the like the imperial or not the imperial academy but getting trained from the first order yeah he like stood out as one of their tra- like the best trainees because mm-hmm. he was force sensitive. So like all of that stuff, like him not being a Jedi in those movies, it made me really, uh, you know, yeah. Upset. I mean, it's just not right. It's not. Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's another thing, and that's a whole you know you hear the subversion of expectations, and those are the type of ones that you don't want. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it just like it undercuts other things that. I don't know. It just to make him just some some blabbering love interest that kind of falls into situations, you yeah. know, and can handle himself is like so cheap. You know what I mean? Just imagine like a like a uh, Ray and 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 Finn 
full-blown like lightsaber battle against kylo at the end of like the third film you know like, yeah, i mean that would have been great it would have been dope and, and here's the other thing like with all like the subversion of expectations and everything like literally all of the other star wars media was saying that and hinting at that finn was going to be a jedi and yeah. it, it just didn't happen and um you're right ryan johnson definitely uh ruined that one yeah but it was just he didn't goof it up he ruined it like yes he intentionally yes. do it did it you know out of hubris and just you know i know star wars better than you like yeah this you idiot you uh, yep. i mean i'm actually interested in these in these uh these lego um films like i said i you know i got the baby who likes to to watch star wars stuff so yeah um you know to sit down and watch it kind of goofy but my thing is it's like with with netflix buying I forget the name of the company, but the ones that do the Lego films, are they going to have, I mean, Disney, they'll probably still have, you know, Star Wars Lego stuff, obviously, but Disney's going to have to be paying Netflix, essentially, right? Um, It depends on what type of licensing deal that studio already has to make yeah, I'm just the saying Lego the, Star Wars. The profits still go to Netflix by this point, you know what I mean? It was just, they've positioned themselves as yeah, the ones to benefit from it. If they're acting as an independent studio that is owned by Netflix, it still could be a thing where Netflix mm. is not involved, especially if there's an existing contract. Yeah. Because um, if there's an existing contract, they have to honor that unless there's some type of escape clause. I mean, I could see Netflix being like, well, it's got to be on Netflix. And then Disney being like, uh, <laughs> no, like, no. And then they're just being issues. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then it would be like, okay, well who's lego you know gonna gonna side with 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 who they ha who they actually allow make their content and stuff yeah I mean, it could be interesting but you know as far as the content like i'm looking at the picture it's darth vader and a tank tops ridiculous yes absurd. <laughs> <laughs> absurd um but yeah i'll give it a watch i mean it seems pretty uh pretty interesting and i like the the finn aspect you know yeah well and it, it's finn seeing the the force goes because He's been being trained That's as a just Jedi at this so point. so absurd. It's just, <laughs> like, leave him alone, <laughs> let him rest. Like, what a horrible yep. existence. Yeah. So I got an interesting story here. And I'm going to have to read this one because it's just, it's so, like, convoluted that I had to write it down and kind of write it out. All right. Okay. Buckle your seatbelt. California sheriff orders raid on Indiana Batmobile garage, allegedly as a favor for a friend. Pause. Pause, pause. Why in the heck is a California sheriff <laughs> planning a raid in Indiana? Uh, let me get to that. Okay. okay. So a prominent real estate agent by the name of, I'm going to leave it out, uh, but he's from Atherton, California, is in a bit of hot water this week as ABC7 News covered an incident involving him and a custom auto shop from Indiana. Fiberglass Freak is a custom vehicle shop from Logansport, Indiana, who DC has deemed the only licensed maker of the official replicas of the 1966 Batmobile. Sam ordered an official made-to-order Batmobile for the price of $210,000, paying off $170,000 up until the time of the incident. After eight months of ghosting the shop for failing to make a $20,000 payment, the team decided to move his project to the bottom of the list as they worked on a number of other projects. Or I should say just orders because there was more Batmobiles. Think eight others. Once Sam finally got in contact with the shop, he was irate to find out his vehicle would be delayed nearly two years while the other, other orders were met. 
He decided to pay off the remainder of the amount, but remained furious over the incident and proceeded to file a complaint with Atherton, California police, uh, who informed him that they would not bring criminal charges. He also filed a lawsuit in San Mateo County Superior Court, uh, alleging breach of contract and fraud. But in March, a judge dismissed the case. ABC7 reports a source from within San Mateo County Sheriff's Department informed them that the realtor asked his friend, Sheriff Carlos Bolanos, uh, to intervene and met the request by sending a lieutenant, sergeant, and two deputies to Indiana to raid fiberglass freaks uh, where they would inform that they would be confiscating uh, everything related to the purchase. Although they stated their intentions, they only ended up taking two files of documents, leaving the partially made vehicle behind. They read owner Mark Ruckop his rights, took him to jail, and detained him for an hour before letting him go. He later found out that they had acquired a warrant for his email, contacts, photos, they froze his bank account, and then charged him in California with two felonies, one for obtaining money by false pretenses, and the other for diversion of construction funds. That's, a, that's an interesting one. Public funds from San Mateo County paid for four airline tickets, three-night hotel stay, presumably two, meals, and overtime for the police officers. When asked for comment, the sheriff failed to respond, and when asked about his availability, his office stated that he was taking a month-long vacation, uh, which comes just before his term ends, having recently been voted out as sheriff. When being interviewed, the accredited business owner and church minister <laughs> said, I was horrified. I've never gone through anything like that in my, ever before in my life. I'm on the side of good. As a Batman fan since I was two years old, this was completely opposite side. I love 66 Batman, and Batman always stood with the law. Uh, and then the reporter goes on to say that, that he has uh, gotten contact with the lawyer of such and such and that they would be sitting down for an interview and all that stuff. So this is a developing story. It's dropped yesterday. Discuss. <laughs> that guy is going to be able to sue that sheriff's department for a lot of money I, and win. Just, they took it to like lawyers and they're like, this is absurd. Like this has nothing to do with California whatsoever. Like this should be in like a small claims court in Indiana, like not some superior court claim for two felonies in the state of California, you know? Yeah. Uh, like I said, the, this guy's going to be able to sue that sheriff's department for a lot of money for breaching constitutional rights. Yeah. I mean, I, from from a face, you know, perspective, like from our perspective, you know, non-legal, uh, you know, you would assume that this would just be tossed out. But uh, we're talking about a, a fairly wealthy individual and, and obviously has some type of influence, right, in his community. Um, how how far that reach extends, the, the goal to assume that you can, you can like bully somebody in a completely different state, you know, uh, is pretty absurd. But yeah, I just, when I read this, when I, there was a video actually that I ran across on YouTube and then I went to the article. But yeah, it's, it's just crazy. <laughs> I was like, what? Not to mention the Batmobiles are like 100% accurate, like full blown flamethrower coming out the back and everything, you know, the little electronic doodads and the horn and, you know, everything, everything about it. 100% takes them years to make, you know? So, I mean, this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I just, I, I, I found it interesting, you know, it's a little bit of uh, nerd news because one of us is being attacked, you know, by, by some, some surfer real estate agent from, from San Jose area is, is going off. And, and I mean, the fact that he was willing that, you know, he put up the $170,000 is pretty crazy. And I guess by like your 
basic standards, anybody would consider that enough to like freak out about and possibly like overreact about. Um, but the manner in which it went down is what's crazy. You know, it's like these cops, yeah. right? Like got flown out and they, they sat down and, um, or I'd say sat down, but they, they went in, right. And they gave this guy a warrant. They started rummaging through everything. Uh, they only took a couple files. They left the $170,000 of actual product sitting there, uh, even though their supposed intention was to, was to take everything involving the purchase uh, as evidence. Uh, they only took those couple files, but to find out that, that they have a warrant to go through your email and your phone and your, your contacts, photos, and, and your, your, your text messages is insane for like, for what? Like, <laughs> like, dude, well, the fact that the sheriff was able to get a warrant for stuff that was happening in Indiana while yeah. he was in California is complete craziness to me. Yeah. Like that, that in itself, like we're more political favors made with the judge to make that happen like yeah. there's i mean th that's uh, mind-boggling speculation of course we're not we're definitely yeah all this is presumed <laughs> you know, we're, not, we're not professionals here i'm just saying like it's just insane too they stop your bank account like what, what what's that all about like they literally like the way they framed it was that this guy just like snatched 200k from somebody and he's flying off you know to like he's gonna leave the country and he's gonna flee it's like this dude has nine two hundred and ten thousand dollar project lined up in his garage you know what i mean like he is not hurting for money people want what he has and what he gives and he's the he's only not going anywhere no he like he's the only licensed person by dc themselves to actually make this car because of how perfect they come out so it's yeah. like in uh, okay so this guy owned the business that's successful and he's a church minister. He's yeah. he's not a flight risk. He's not a risk for anything. And I totally believe him, too, because if you want, I mean, the way I, I quoted him, you know, it's obviously not as believable, but you listen to him, he's like flabbergasted. He's like, I've never done, like, I've never done anything bad in my life. You know, he doesn't mention he's a minister. It's the reporter. He's like, and this guy's a minister, by the way. I watched his, his sermon on, on Facebook yesterday. Um, you know, so he is just a, a, a kind-hearted hard-working business owner who earned his his status you know what i mean and at the end of the at the end of the interview he does state that he does feel that it's it's like an attack on his character and 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 his his standing in his community you know and it's like as a minister you know that's important um yeah you know me uh, personally i'm not religious but in, in the sense of like community and stuff like that like there's no reason to go <laughs> just because you didn't get what you wanted in time because you ghosted somebody on a project let the, let this be for anybody because I've been I've done graphic design and web design in the past and stuff like that. If you don't respond, you're getting left behind a little bit. Like you're gonna get moved down. Like the the the, the cogs st still roll. You know they're not gonna stop because you don't respond to an email in time. Like, you know, you're gonna get moved down. So you got to be on it. You know these people have things to do and they got they got progress. They got it. Got be time is money. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, exactly. I mean the. This realtor guy failed to make a $20,000 payment and goes to the shop for yeah. eight months. Of course they're going to yeah. pause the order. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, you know, I mean, I mean, he didn't state it, but you can obviously tell he's like the way he starts off with it. He's like, he, we didn't hear from him for eight months, you know, like we almost nine months. He knew exactly how long it was, you know? So he probably went to his emails and like, look, I emailed this guy like six times just in this month alone, you know? And. Uh, this is when I started contacting him and blah, 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 you know, and it's like they take notes of that stuff because like, you know, you got you got you got uh, like um, project orders or whatever terminology they use in, in their business. But 
uh, you have the orders, right? And, you know, whenever you do something, you make an addendum to that order, right? You put a sticky note on it, you put a note or whatever, contacted so-and-so on this date, no response. Contacted again on this date, no response. That thing was probably a flip book of, of post-it notes, you know what yep. I mean? I, I can see it in my head exactly how this went down. It was probably just some, he's got eight more he's worrying about. This one is not a big deal, you know, it's, it's, it's just going to get moved back and become one of the others, you know. Uh, and this guy just blew up, you know what I mean? So we're talking like full-blown, like spoiled, spoiled brat status on this one. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I just thought this was absurd. I hope he doesn't get the car in the end. That'd be great. <laughs> he mean, doesn't deserve it. The guy's sitting right in front of it, too, and it's like the body's up, the frame's up, you know, probably maybe no engine in it, maybe, I don't know, but the body wasn't painted. There was some, uh, some detailing that wasn't done and stuff like that, but... Uh, you see the other guys working. You see other completed cars. You see the the commercial they have for it. Super clean, you know. Obviously, I would. It's before my time. The '66 Batman is a little bit too goofy and, and campy for me. Um, but you know, it's iconic. And if 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 you want that vehicle and you're willing to pay for it, then then so be it. You know, it's like uh, I mean, I can't talk. My 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 wife's uh, uncle. Had uh, the the Jurassic Park Jeep, which he still does, uh, but just just recently sold his his like 100% film accurate DeLorean, his 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 time machine. You know what I mean? Like these people do buy these things, and if that would mean if I had the, if I had the time machine from Back to the Future, I'd probably sleep in it. To be honest, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> um, you know, I'm all for people buying stupid stuff like this, and if anything, I'm a I'm a big advocate for it, but. You can't treat these people like this. These people are artists. You know what I mean? Like this that's not just some shop. It's not just and they're banging metal. Like they're they're fabricating something to perfection. And you show that respect. This is how it is. Yep. You know? Well, and stuff like this takes time. Yeah. Like they they don't just like whip it out in a day. Yeah. They, I mean, like I think you didn't you say it was, took like two years, three years to make these things? I mean he got pushed back and it would take two years to complete, which I mean probably not. It probably like under a year, maybe a year. Uh it didn't mention it. Uh, not that I uh, not that I saw, but um you know, you are talking about a substantial number of them being done at once and that's just gonna slow down overall production. Uh I mean in the grand scheme of things for the business it's probably better because they get more done in less time. Uh, but for individual customers, it is probably a lot longer than it would be if he was just working on, like, that one. You know what I mean? So, yep. yeah, probably a year, year and a half. I wouldn't doubt it. Like I said, these things are perfect. <laughs> really perfect. They got, like, a flamethrower out of the back, you know? Like, movie-accurate doodads that are, are, like, fabricated specifically for the car and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, that's my, my that's my gripe. As I see people that do this type of stuff as artists. People that, that have their, their little custom crews where they build their own DeLoreans over time, artists, you know, people that build lightsabers, artists, like people that uh, that build, uh, you know, uh, models, even models, you know, like artists. If you're willing to dedicate your, you know, your hands to a task and, and, and something comes out the end that's that's completely unique in yours or, or uh, a symbol of, of what you can do as a person, then it's art, you know. And, uh, and to, to come at this guy like he's just some, some you know, uh, landscaper that hasn't shown up in two weeks, you know what I mean, is absurd. It's his fault. <laughs> he, he goes to the break, but it's your fault. So yep. We're pretty ahead of schedule here. We're in about a half hour or so, so I got a little extra story here that I can kick in. Uh, this isn't really a story. This is just kind of an interesting tidbit. But 
Russo brothers say John Favreau said you can't do this when finding out that they would kill off Tony Stark in the Avengers Endgame. What? Yeah. I mean, I mean, yes, they could, and yes, they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is how the conversation. It's a cool little video, actually, because they go over like Arrested Development and like Gray Man and other movies that they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, I like how they are as like directors and like artist people. You know what I mean? Like they're not yeah. completely up their butt, but like at the same time, they still talk about their craft with respect. Um, so I recommend it. We'll have the link down in the description, but I'll just go over what I wrote here. In the most recent segment for Vanity Fair, director-brother duo Anthony and Joe Russo were shown a number of fan-favorite scenes from throughout their film and show career. Uh, aside from a lot of great technical filmmaking information and insider details, the brothers recall a moment uh, they spoke with John Favreau after he had just finished reading the in-game screenplay. Although John didn't seem upset about the decision, he was certainly indifferent. Understandably so. The character meant a lot to him, uh, as we all know. Um, you know, and he helmed the ship since the beginning. So when referencing the discussion, Anthony Russo stated, part of the pressure came from John Favreau, who called us up after uh, he read the script and said to us, are you guys really going to kill off Iron Man? Uh, Joe then follows up by saying he did. Yeah. Uh, and I remember pacing on the corner of the stage on the phone with Favreau, trying to talk him off a ledge because <laughs> he's like, you can't, you can't do this. <laughs> It's going to devastate people, and, you know, you don't want them, you know, walking out of the theater and, and into traffic. Uh, Anthony states, uh, we did it anyways, and, and to John's credit, he hadn't stepped through the process in the way that we had. So we wouldn't have the same reaction, or we would we would have had the same reaction if someone uh, had dropped that. Uh, with Joe then saying, uh, we felt like we had earned the arc, we would feel redemptive and emotional and uplifting and hopeful, uh, even though he had sacrificed his life. So basically, John Favreau, you know, he was like, he's just that last, he's so clingy onto that character. I mean, well, that's his baby. You can't have, you can't have happy too thoroughly without, without Iron Man. You know what I mean? Like they did it in, in, uh, Spider-Man far from home. Yes. Um, you know, and he worked as a character and all that stuff, but it's always hearkening back to, to Iron Man. You know, he's always thinking about Iron Man or saying something about Iron Man. Or, or some type of, you know, passing of the torch type of situation with Happy. So, you know, naturally he's going to he's going to feel that way. Uh, and I guess from an artistic perspective, I keep saying artistic in this episode, but uh, from an art, because, you know, filmmaking, art, it's from that perspective, it is a very, it's a very, it's a very uh, emotional, you know, like you're just, you're enthralled with that scene. And, you know, it is not as devastating as the end of, of Infinity War, of course, but. Uh, it has that that gravitas to it. It's a it's a it's a solid scene, and and you know they kind of recall and go over the the numerous times they've had to uh, to reshoot that. I think three times they had to reshoot that ending. Uh, the original one, he said nothing and just snapped his hands or snapped his fingers, and then I forget what happened in the second one. But um, what did they say? They said the guy who edited the original Iron Man when he saw and when he was working on Endgame and he saw that scene. And, and Thanos says, I am, what does he say? Like, Inevitable. I am, I am an, uh, yeah, I think he said the last, the last, last, last thing he says. But I think he says, I am inevitable, inevitable. And then it pans over. And then the editor said out loud, just kind of like, you know, repetitiously, I guess. He said, and I am Iron Man. And then they said they had to, like, stop everything because they found the, the line. And that's, that's what they were going to go with. And they had to, like, scramble to get tony back in the suit or get you know robert Downey jr back in the suit 
uh, and, and, and come back to film that one line, and, and that's how they came about it. But um, I think the coincidentally where like because they just drew up a green screen and shot it in some small you know they didn't need to rebuild the entire set they just did a little scene with him um and where they chose to film that scene was directly across the street from where he um where he auditioned for the role originally so it was like this like grand circular like the original editor decided the final line uh you know robert downey jr like right back to where he was you know like where he started like that type of thing so uh, very interesting. We'll have a link to that to that video, just straight to the Vanity Fair page because that's really all it is is a video. But uh, yeah, very uh, very interesting. I could just see John Favreau kind of having like a like a little freak out. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, like I said, that's his baby. That's he he really made the MCU what it is because of uh, what he did with Iron Man. So I don't blame him. I would have done the same thing. Crap, man. Yeah, I mean. I'm 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 probably a bad one to 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 ask even in regards to like if that's a good way of ending that character you know what I mean because I'm heavily selfish in that sense where it's just like no I would much rather him just be like all right I'm done and he just like disappears and then once in a while he comes back as like a a voice on the phone or a hologram you know communicating because he's just out you know he's like he's a, a consultant he's back to his consultant I would have been satisfied it would have been like cozy you know to know that he's at least yeah. like out there but you know they took the more the more artsy approach and uh, it worked out the russo brothers know what they're doing they got like a very like like um like street savvy demeanor but at the same time like you could tell that they're they're making choices based on the profession not like want and need you know what i mean like they're they're respecting the roller coaster that they're that they're fabricating for the audience you know so um, you know, I respect their decision, but selfishly, it's like, I still want Tony. Yeah, me too. Um, so that's, uh, that's all I got. You got anything, uh, you got anything else? We can do some Twitter rundown here. I got some other things. Um, do you, do you want to talk about the Tales of the Jedi? <laughs> so. I know you want to, yeah. <laughs> so. Why don't you start, then I'll take over. So, uh, you know, I'm actually, I'm talking, uh. I'm not talking, but I'm trying to trying to track down a source for this information. But I ran across a tweet by uh, an individual going by Twin Sun News on Twitter. Um, they did clarify saying that at Nurudorawa one and Arararakasosas <laughs> uh, first got the ball rolling on these leaks. Um, I don't. I have no idea who these people are. They're just random names on the internet. They're not. Uh, they're not necessarily credible individuals. Um, I know that's an issue with you in talking about this topic, uh, is that these aren't necessarily reliable sources, although they come from places that once in a while have reliable leaks. Um, but the story goes, uh, Tales of the Jedi, which to be honest, I have like no idea about whatsoever. <laughs> so, I have no idea. Hold on. Let hold me on. let me t- let me hold. talk about that real quick. It okay. was announced at uh, Star Celebration. It is a cartoon series i think it's in the style of clone wars if i remember right but it's literally tales of the jedi there's going to be several episodes of qui-gon being the focus and several episodes of ahsoka being the focus from what i understand there might be some other ones but those are going to be the the main focus um so that's that's the backstory of what this show is okay 
So I, I saw this and it's like, damn, this is a lot of leaks that are just dropping right now. What's this all about? You know? And you know, I posted it on our, on our planning room. We have a room in our discord that we, we collect, you know, links throughout the week and, and kind of check out and just choose what, what we want to talk about. But, uh, this, this one, it says tales. I'll just go over all the tweets here. Tales of the Jedi alert, alert, uh, thread, everything we know. Uh, first one, the series will be made up of separate arcs, such as Ahsoka's life, Dooku's turn to the dark side. There's nothing else. It was just those two. <laughs> they put a comma, but they didn't, you know, whatever. Uh, Ahsoka's arc, Ahsoka kidnapped uh, by a bear in episode one and frees herself with the force. Uh, next leak, Clone Wars era episode with mullet Obi-Wan and TCW S1 hair Anakin. So long what are they talking about season one is they have like super long hair in, in season one um it's shorter hair shorter yeah so um it's the clone wars season one um so this is probably going to be very very shortly after episode two if it's mullet obi-wan and short hair anakin damn mullet obi-wan um, is jesus obi-wan right that's space jesus is that yeah. the one in the picture yes yeah that's jesus. episode two <laughs> obi-wan praise space jesus yeah, I need that. Again, I, I've said it at least twice. <laughs> I need that poster, you know, perfect size and framed in like an, like an old lady like frame, you know, I'm just like <laughs> hung on my wall. Um, so the next one here, Order 66 sequence is an extended scene from TCW Season 7, Episode 12, Victory and Death, in which Ahsoka and Rex fake surrender to ARC Trooper Jesse. Next leak, Ahsoka kills an Inquisitor and gets her lightsaber seen in Rebels. Um, yeah, she has a, I, again, I didn't see Rebels, and I don't recall there being a lightsaber swap for her, but, um, doesn't she have, like, a green and a blue, and then it changes so, to whites when she's, like, no longer a Jedi or something? I forget. Okay, so, Ahsoka's lightsaber history, you ready for this? Mm -hmm. Okay, so, in the very first appearance of Ahsoka, she has one green lightsaber. Then, she gets a smaller, um, I can't, a Soto, or Shoto style like shorter lightsaber that is kind of like a lime green almost yellow and she has that for um, all of the clone wars where she has lightsabers up until season seven when she goes to mandalore with bogotan to take care of maul and which anakin gives her two blue lightsabers at the end of that season she leaves the lightsabers behind as she and rex fakes their death with that, this is from comics. She kills a uh, Inquisitor and takes the uh, the lightsaber crystals and cleanses the dark side out of them, and they become white crystals. Mm. And she forges her own lightsabers from there. Mm. And those are the two uh, slightly. Are they curved? They are slightly curved. And they're they're two they're two different designs, if I'm not mistaken, right? One's yes. like slightly longer, and the other one's like a little bit shorter. And then... yeah, it's the same. Like design standard style with a then a shoto like style. chrome and black and they look good and that's a, yeah they, a they look really consideration good consideration at, at disney world my friend <laughs> that's yeah they a, have those at um galaxy's edge and I, I think you can even order those online from the disney store yeah i mean ideally i'd still go custom saber but the, the movie accurate i'm just you know i got the <clears throat> i've bragged about it numerous times i got my master replica sitting over there from 2000 and like whatever it was like two or whatever yeah yeah uh, some mine's of the better first, some of the like literally the first dope lightsabers to exist in, in circulation oof 
Uh, I digress. <laughs> uh, Garrett here, though, is is a is a skilled uh, lightsaber craftsman. Uh, yeah. Having experience in the past and working on on lightsabers, yeah, through some of these episodes, <laughs> going yep. get, getting off this uh, off the podcast and going and building lightsabers like a true nerd. Of course, I am, man. Um, so we got that. Next one is Dooku arc. Dooku becomes angry that Mace Windu is granted the rank of master before him, and so starts uh, to see the Jedi as corrupt. Um, next one is Dooku explores the archives and is taken in by Sidious when he feels vulnerable over not becoming a master. Um, so, I mean, Anakin, essentially? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. <laughs> uh, Yaddle. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Leave Yaddle out of this, dude. Leave uh, Disney? Don't you dare. Yaddle becomes suspicious of Dooku after a Jedi Council member's dead body is found. She follows Dooku to the works of Coruscant where uh, he meets up with Sidious. Uh, then the last. Do you know what the works is? Um, isn't it like an industrial? Yes. Yeah. So at the very end of episode two, when Dooku leaves Geonosis and goes and meets up with Sidious, mm-hmm. they have that shot of that really like reddish orange part of Coruscant. Mm-hmm. That is the works. Mm. So it's like so the forging area type thing. Kind of. The, that, like the Sith have their little secret base there. Hmm. Uh, the last leak here is Yaddle asks Dooku why he is conspiring with the enemy, uh, essentially figuring out that Sidious is the Sith Lord and the Jedi have been uh, that the Jedi have been looking for. Sidious tells Dooku to kill her, and he does after a lightsaber duel. Excuse me, excuse me, <laughs> what? What did I just read? I didn't even read all of this. I just saw like the first half. That last one is out of pocket. <laughs> that is not right. How dare they? Oh my god discuss so first off i want to talk about um some of the things that i think this person has right well I disclose think... disclose your your speculation as to okay. regards to the the validity of these statements to begin with so that the audience understands that this is internet banter yes that, so <laughs> you know um at star Wars celebration they did show some footage from tales of the jedi in which we did see ahsoka kind of go through like a an aging montage of uh, Ahsoka as a baby, Ahsoka as a a teenager, and Ahsoka as an adult. Then we saw some stuff with Qui-Gon as well. And there has been other chatter, but it's been very, very minimal. And um, there's been no other official things other than it's coming out, I think, later this year. So this is kind of like a surprise thing that Disney's throwing at us, like just like a big bone thrown. Mm -hmm. Um, Regardless, um, so there... Some of the things that were hinted on in the the footage from Disney or Star Wars Celebration is that there was going to be some stuff with her, like, before she's a Jedi and her getting picked up into the Order and um, just some of the, that stuff. And I, obviously with her as a teenager, we, are, we will see Anakin and, like, we'll see Obi-Wan most likely there. That I think those are safe assumptions. I, I don't see... Okay, let me, let me talk about this as well. There's been that all of these leaks are coming from Twitter and Reddit. Both of these places are notorious for just people spewing out like trolling a bit. Well, trolling or like taking something that they are piecing together from material that we've seen and material that we know mm-hmm. and trying to put together what they think is going to happen and calling it what will happen. Yeah. I think there is a possibility that this could be legit. There are 
a, a few things that make me don't believe that, and I'll talk about that when we here in a minute. Yeah. So I, I as far as like a probability would say, I probably think this is forty percent true, sixty percent false. Mm-hmm. So there's more things that are telling me that it's false than more things that are telling me that it's true. Yeah. So I mean, obviously we need to take this these people with a grain of salt. There's no actual like factual or not like true source. It's not, yeah. you know, a. Um, well, like I said, this this individual, I I I reached out to Twin Sons News, who I've seen pop up with some some other information and articles and stuff like that in the past. And, um, you know, I'm not necessarily like following these people as I'm following like the topic of Star Wars, Marvel, yeah. the you know these these wide wide you know spread out like umbrellas of information and you pick up little tidbits and when i saw all this it's like that's a lot of leaks for there not to be a source you know so i reached out and i asked um and he linked you know he he uh he gave me two like random twitter accounts and just clicking one now now this person this person does not have a profile pic they do not have a banner um it seems like they have it looks like they have some some contact information for Discord, reaching out for anybody interested in sharing leaks. Um, not very much like information in regards to you know how they actually come across this information. It's just like oh here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go, here you go. Um, and then the person being retweeted by this person is the other account that this person uh, from the Twin Sons News account linked me. Uh, and this person basically has the same thing, Discord contact. You know, if you have any inside information on the Star Wars projects, reach out. And like, it's been also no banner, banner picture. Um, their profile has a bunch of like, uh, you know, blurry pictures, like cell phone pictures of some stuff from some cons. Um, so you know, your your minor leaks, nothing like incredibly juicy. Uh, and certainly not something that I would I would consider like 100% credible source for for this this level of like leakage, you know. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely people want to take that information with a grain of salt. But uh, all yeah. in all, I mean, I'm not 100% sure as to why it would be that big of a deal to to say, you know, these are unsubstantiated claims. And, uh, you know, we're really hoping that some of this information is true. But why would it not be OK if it's not true? You know, like um bit of a defensiveness in in regards to reaching out for a source i think a lot of people you know we're when we're on when we're on twitter you know we're we're reaching out to to try to get information for the show um you know and some some people take it as if we're trying to to undercut their argument or statement or claim uh, by requesting a source and it's like you always got to do that rigmarole of like no like i just need a source to quote (laughs) could you just send me a source and then they're just like, oh, well, a lot of people are saying it on the Internet. And it's like, OK, so like, unfortunately, people don't go through that level of due diligence when when reading these skimming through these articles on their Twitter feed. Um, but you'd be yeah. surprised how many of them are just kind of just random people talking and saying things, you know. So. Well, e- exactly. And uh, it would be one thing if it was um, one of the other like star like known Star Wars sources where people do get leaked information mm-hmm. and that person confirms it then says hey this is from a uh, someone really close to the source i can't say for their protection where like they have a history of reporting accurate things yeah this is just some dude on twitter 
and you do see these accounts they're like the images they have are directly relating this topic uh, there is not an extensive history of credible leaks behind it and there's I a, mean, the, a, the pictures that they have are most likely from the ones that were shared at celebration yeah and they don't look original you know so you know you got to be careful out, out here looking through these articles and that's that's kind of why we have the podcast you know what i mean because we do sift through them and try to figure out what's what's credible and and things we leave out with you know most of the time we just don't find enough information to to back up those those claims and and don't really want to spread it however in this case i know you were reluctant to talk about it but i do find it important to to discuss uh you know the bs that's floating out there and for people to be aware that a lot of this is just one person saying something and then thousands of people liking what they hear and then just kind of, you know, it's like a bird chirp, you know, it's just like a wave. Yeah. <laughs> they all just, they all start chirping the same, the same song, you know, so uh, you got to be careful, but, uh, you know, you can resolve that, that issue by subscribing to our, uh, our to, uh, to our YouTube channel and our, our podcast and all that good stuff. I think it is likely we will, are extremely likely that we will see Obi-Wan and Anakin show up. I think it is unlikely that we will see um, that Order 66 sequence um, from the Clone Wars Season 7 like extended. That sequence from the Clone Wars is very well done. I, I don't I don't know why they what information mm -hmm. or what other information would be warranted recreating that in this show. Well, if they shake the trees, they can get some member berries. Yeah, but I I don't. Like I said, they that's extremely fleshed out already. Yeah. yeah. So I, I don't I don't I could see another Order sixty six sequence, but not that one. I mean, we just keep getting them though. You know, it's kind of yep. nonstop by this point. Everything that's like everybody has this. It's almost like the the linking factor now between all these stories is everybody has some type of experience with Order sixty six or that war. You know, the end of it. Yep. I think it is possible that we can see Ahsoka. Uh, kill the inquisitor and get her lightsabers mm -hmm. um it'd be cool yeah i, I mean that would be a really epic fight because ahsoka would not have a lightsaber at that moment it would just be her and the force and whatever mm -hmm. weapons she can draw up a little bit of it's, tidbit news too by the way uh star wars legion i saw a leak of some uh, of an ahsoka miniature um, being worked on at their uh at their studio that might be nice coming to the the series and also i believe the the Inquisitor that you're talking about, I don't know her name. They're releasing that character as well, which we nice. we, we may need to start reporting on because you know I have a high a high level of respect for miniature you know, artwork painting. You know, mm -hmm. um, I know you like to, to to dabble as well. Um, yep. You know, for for some listeners out there who might be interested in some of the tabletop themes, maybe we'll have to keep an eye on on new releases and announcements and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, not to not to dwell on the on the the Reddit gossip and and do all that. You know, is there anything else you want to wrap up on on the Ahsoka uh, and Dooku leaks? Yeah, with with Dooku, I don't mean I don't think I think it's going to be Qui Gon focused and not Dooku focused. I could be wrong. <laughs> I think that it's very possible and likely that Dooku can be the source here, and like he gets angry with Mace Windu and everything. I just don't know. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I like those characters, but I just think they're yeah, they're great. Up, you know, so it's like eh, we could just we can move on now. <laughs> we're good. Um, we got the summer but, vacation special and the hall about the, the Christmas special. You know, we're good. Yeah, I mean, I I do think we will see Dooku because um, I mean we're we're gonna see Qui Gon, 
Um, I, I think it's likely that we will see Dooku as a Jedi. So Which would kind of be cool. I mean, he yeah. still kind of gave off Jedi vibes when he was a Sith, you know? Yeah. And it's because he truly never gave himself all the way to the dark side. Yeah. Um, he he dabbled in it because it was convenient and he thought he was trying to help the galaxy and not because, like, he was all the way into it. He was, I mean, he definitely got tricked in mm, everything. The way he died is so stupid, too. Like, why wouldn't you not just be like, he's lying, he's lying, He's that's, Pal- that's Palpatine. <laughs> he's a Sith well, Lord. He's a Sith Lord. Don't, don't kill me, man. Don't, don't, do not chop my head off. That guy is the one responsible for everything. You know, yep. he didn't say anything. He just stood there and died. <laughs> well, he was so surprised that. Yeah, but still, that's, like, you're that's your life. You know, you freak, bro. Like, you'd freak. You you wouldn't just be like, what? <laughs> and then look at the guy about to chop your head off, while he just while he talks about the decision he has to make. It's like, yeah. why wouldn't you rebuttal and be like, okay, so let's go ahead and talk about the real deal. Uh, I, well, don't know. It, I just he, thought that was lazy. He did trust Sidious. A lot, and he was completely blindsided by what was going on with him and Anakin. Dooku was definitely blindsided by that, and he was completely surprised. I mean, then he was just like, "Well, it's done. Bye bye." Yeah. Anyways, I think it's I think it is unlikely that we will see Yaddle. If we see Yaddle, like that, that is bonkers to me. You know, you you know, we've lost. (laughs) We've lost. Yeah. Yeah. Don't Um, bring back Yaddle, please. Leave out Yaddle. Edit, Edit her out. Leave, leave her out of this. I don't want to see her die. Well, yeah, we don't want to see her die. I don't like, want to see her die. We, I, want, we, I don't want to know why she's not around anymore, you know? Like, I don't need that. Yeah. Well, and there's me, you know, just my little uh, hunch here. You know, we got to make sure she's alive long enough, at least, so we can have a Grogu. To make a little baby Grogu, yeah. Yeah, yeah, because, I mean, it's, it's highly likely that... Yoda and Yaddle we're gonna get, We're going to get a Yaddle and Yoda smash scene. Yeah, I agree. Oh, no. I don't want to see that. Nobody, <laughs> Nobody wants, wants to see that. <laughs> Nobody wants to do puppets. Oh, my oh, God. No, oh, no, no. I saw, I saw Team America. Anyways, let's 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 move on down. I got a few here. Um, and to anybody, you know, we're going to wrap it up here. But uh, head on over to our Twitter account. I'd like to uh, like and, and, and retweet a bunch of interesting nerd news that pops up throughout the week. And like I said, some of them we swoop up and talk about here on the show. Um, but a few others that we didn't talk about, I'm going to check off a few. Uh, Valve says many Steam Deck customers will get their units sooner than expected as supply chain shortfalls clear up and production increases. Um, brother-in-law has a Steam Deck, super sick. It's like it's like a, a switch on crack, dude. Like it's it's actually insane. I, I I've seen them, uh, not in person, but I like mean I've I've seen reviews of them and everything about it. Like they're pretty cool. Yeah, uh, another one here. Uh, last week, they, they announced Light and Magic, a six-part series about ILM, uh, which started streaming on Disney+. Plus. Did you watch it? I have not yet. My my wife uh, took a night shift last night, so we didn't have time to mm. watch it. I, uh, on top of watching all six of the Lord of the Rings films, I did have an opportunity to watch all six episodes of this ILM series. and um, They dropped all of it at one time? Yeah, it's... It's nice. very good. There's so much George in it. <laughs> there's well, so, there's so uh, much George. George is being interviewed so much in that. I love it. Yeah. Well, do you know why it's so good? It's made by uh, Lawrence Kasdan. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, which is getting him back in the mix of, of everything. And I know. mean, he's been in the mix. Well, I mean, wasn't he the one that... that... So, he wrote the original script, or at, at least the screenplay for Solo. Yeah. Then... Um, 
there was the the two brothers that made like the the Lego movie that were working on the solo mm-hmm, project. Mm-hmm. They are the ones that got booted and shunned from Star Wars because they were oh, making yeah. it extremely goofy instead of yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit more serious, which we, which you would want from a Han Solo thing. Because I mean, I mean he, he's the they're relief, solo. Though. Like they understood that he was kind of the goofier characters of all the series. Well, yeah. Han Solo is serious in a way that there's there's goofiness to it in the way he delivers lines. He's it's cocky. Not, yeah, he's cocky. Yeah, he's and cocky. Arrogant, you know? And it so he's funny, kind of ironically, and situational not, humor and stuff like exactly, that. and mm-hmm. not because of goofy crap, which was what they were trying to pull. Yeah. Uh, so I will they, say, I will say though that this Lawrence Kasdan did like a fantastic job at making the series. Um, yeah. If you are into knowing how they did what they did, um, you know, I saw series in the past where they go over like sound and 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 music and stuff like that. But this is ILM, and they're they're managing of creating new technologies to give George what he wanted. I mean, you know, they go through all the business history and they kind of they kind of gun it through the last like decade. Of ILM, they definitely hit on Mandalorian. They talk about. I mean, uh, they would the have to with Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah about they, to say like they that talk is about revolutionary. All that super, super, super good. Like they they do they show all the like the little ins and outs of the motion capture that they did for the original films. It's all original um, um, footage from back then, and you know George on the set and uh, Coppola, uh, uh, you know, talking about how he how he. Um, you know, gave George the bet to, to make uh, a comedy that he ended up making. Um, what was it called? Oh, American Graffiti. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, which allowed him the funds and the, 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 the clout to proceed with making Star Wars, which, you know, you get some other uh, other entries in there as well that ILM has worked on. They did some some footage of like Star Trek and, you know, they talked. It was mainly Star Wars. They're talking about the differences of of how they build things and, and stuff like that. So if yeah. you're into like the Adam Savage type of, you know, background info type of thing, like this is like right up your alley because it's all about the, the technical aspects of, uh, of ILM and they are super crazy at what they do. Good stuff. Yeah. So yeah, going over here, not, not too much more. Uh, there was some, you know, I got the, the summer special for, for uh, Disney plus in there, but they've made some announcements about, about well, not made some announcements, but there's been some 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 rumors and some murmurs about Rockstar and, and Grand Theft Auto Six and uh, it being a female possibly a female protagonist and would take place in Miami and stuff like that. And then you get the 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 slew of of, of online scum that comes in and just starts rattling off a bunch of, of sexist stuff and you know it's like it's a whatever like it's just a campaign you know like I'm sure online you'll be able to make whatever you want you know what I mean like. Um, there are some rumors about that. Um, there was also, and we mentioned it not too long ago, should I didn't even know, but 30-year anniversary of the death of Superman was uh, a few days ago. Uh, definitely could have mentioned that in our DC catch-up, that we're almost 30 years away from when that, that, that comic dropped, which was a huge uh, reinvention of DC in the 90s. Uh, they kind of did it as a last-ditch effort, you know, and then uh, just kind of uh, references to other small things uh you know, regarding like the multiverse saga and, and things like that, that we've, we've linked on our Twitter. So uh, a pretty dead week in regards to news. I don't know. I showed you that Darth Vader, um, was it hot toys figure? With yeah, his that, mask. that looks good. 
Yeah, super good. Uh, definitely check that out on the Twitter too. If you're into collecting like tabletop pieces, it's probably one of the most detailed. You can't get too detailed with a Vader figure like that, but they've done so much detail into just like half of the face because of how damaged it is and stuff like that, that uh, it's at least worth checking out, you know? So, I mean, hot toys, um, they affiliate. What was, what's with the other company that does a whole bunch of really good stuff? Square Enix. No, oh, no. your sideshow. Yeah. They are a sideshow affiliate. So they're like, they put in so much work into that stuff. Sideshow is like my wizards. You know what I mean? It's like film nerds. They, they, they admire like ILM type deal, you know, which I do too. But but when it comes to like what I do, oh, sideshow is like the pinnacle. You know, they do such like amazingly perfect work. It's it's that kind of disgusting. Um, but yeah, 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 definitely check it out. Head on over to our Twitter. Uh, and last little uh, tidbit here is that Rick and Morty season six premieres September fourth. Uh, have you ever seen Rick and Morty? Did you ever watch Rick and Morty? Yes. Yes. I love Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty is, <laughs> it's a very funny. I haven't watched season five yet, but uh, you know, I definitely you know when I'm doing dishes, it's controversial. Some, it is. Oh, I've I've heard. I heard it's also a little weird and stuff like that. Yeah, but they also it, had other projects that they were working on that diligently. The guys over at Red Letter Media actually did some voice acting for uh, one of their more more recent games. I can't recall the name because they're all so weird. Uh, but they yeah. have that VR game also too, and I think what's his name does some voice acting and some other stuff. So yeah, uh, the, the season five is controversial. Like I mean, Rick and Morty the show is controversial just because of everything that it entails. But <laughs> yeah. season five is pretty controversial. I I liked it. I thought it was fun. Um, they the a lot of fans were asking for very specific things to happen, and they uh, they did it in the most awkward and roundabout way they possibly could. And it was at, like, kind of the very end of the season. And, like, people were really upset because it wasn't happening. Then it did happen. You know, there was so much. Uh, I mean, I don't I don't watch it in the, in, in any serious sense. Like, I just put well, no, I don't I either. Watch, I'm, I'm just saying people, the way they, like, react and, like, kind of, like, it's like South Park, you know? Like, oh, this is a very, like, risque season, and, you know? like no dude it's just like south park i kind of get that with like rick and morty too it's like anything they do would be like oh it's just rick and morty you know because they're he's so random and like drunk all the time <laughs> yeah it's, like, it's gonna be random you know so uh, i don't know I'm a, I'm a fan like i said i like to, to put that on in the living room when i'm doing uh, like dishes and stuff like that or cleaning and stuff like that's always fun to have that blaring in the background um yeah. and one one extra tidbit for for fantastic four fans out there um, Kevin Fahey recently told THR uh, the Fantastic Four won't be an origin story. Uh, good, quote, good, good, good. A lot of people know this origin story. A lot of people know the basics. How do we take that and do something we've never done before or never seen before? You know, I like I like that origin story. I think that was kind of goofy in the other two movies. Um, I mean, the first one, the 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 original films, uh, you know, the just all the ones and Chris Evans and stuff like that. I, I'm a, I'm, I believe that was pretty accurate uh, as to whether Doom was up there. I'm not sure. Yada yada. Just I, I know there was a lot wrong with those films, so I'm not going to like hold them to any type of higher caliber. But um, you know, it'd be nice to have like a, a Marvel level uh, origin story at the very least. Have some type of flashback or footage or, or something like that that's played in the episode. You know. Or yeah, I, I get that, but I I just want to put this out there. I'm glad that they're. This is like the first time they're not just doing a complete origin story. 
Because, I mean, that's what they've done for almost every single character, that there's been some type of origin story. And it's just like, it's. I, I feel like it's going to be refreshing just to come into it and see them kind of like already established. I think it's going to be nice and a, a I mean, good change of pace and not just the same thing that they've done in the past. I, I, I mean, I don't know what other character is where we see that really. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can argue Thor is the pretty much the same thing where we see him like full powers, then get a retroactive thing going on in the first Thor movie. So, yeah, well, I guess we'll I guess we'll see. So. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to wrap it up here. This is the uh, the end of the episode where we do our, our typical little plug for all of our social media out there. Twitter, Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitch. Actually, we're doing some live streams recently. We're going to tone down a little bit, probably like one or two shows a week for an hour or two. But, uh, you know, we've been doing some Marvel Avengers, and uh, I did a Lego build for the Infinity Gauntlet. Uh, that looks really good, days. by the way. Yeah, I like that. It's super nice. Um, but yeah, just random stuff, random nerdy things that we like to, to share. So head on over nerd chatter show. Like I said, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, Facebook, uh, Twitter, you know, like I said, this entire episode, we like to gather up the, the, the articles and stories and stuff like that and, and feed them on to the people that, that follow. So head on over there and give us a follow. You can find all of our episodes of the nerd chatter podcast, anywhere you can find podcasts, including Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts. And we have us, you know, on YouTube, if you're listening to us here on YouTube, uh, and pretty much everywhere else. Uh, if you're interested in becoming a part of the community, you can join our Discord or head on over to our Patreon, where we have Patreon-specific content for our supporters. Uh, we do, like, extra segments and stuff like that. We're kind of gathering them up until we get uh, some people over there. But uh, we have a little back backlog of, of discussions and stuff that we're going to be able to share with, uh, with the community once it starts building up over there. So head on over there and maybe check it out. Uh, other advanced news and segment confirmations and stuff like that gets leaked out to the people over there as well. Um, you know, and if you're on YouTube, the links for, for everything that we've talked about is in the description below. Um, mostly everything we talk about, you know, if you listen to on any of the podcast platforms, you can head on over to our website, nerdchatter.com, uh, and you'll be able to find any of the links uh, that you'd be interested in. Uh, Garrett, another week down. This is our seventh episode. Uh, thank you for joining me once again. Of course. And, uh, I think we're going to go ahead and call it there. Uh, everybody. I, I truly mean this. Make sure you go on over to Epic Game Store and pick up your free copy of Lawn. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't do it. Just go outside and mow your lawn, people. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> All right, guys. Wait. <laughs>